And now it's time to check in on the state of science. This is KERA St. Louis Public Radio Iowa Public Radio News. Local science stories of national significance. Northern California is home to the Winnemum Wintu indigenous people. It's also home to the massive Shasta Dam, which creates power from the Sacramento River. The dam is more than 600 feet tall and supplies water for agriculture and people all over California. And there's a proposal to make this big dam even higher. Now, the relationship between the Winnemum Wintu and the Shasta Dam is complicated. The Winnemum Wintu live along the McLeod River. It's a tributary of the Sacramento. And this conflict is the basis of a new season of the podcast, The Spiritual Edge. It's from KALW, Public Radio in San Francisco. Joining me to talk about it is my guest, Judy Silber, who's the lead reporter for The Spiritual Edge. Judy, welcome to Science Friday. Thanks so much for having me. Well, let's start first with some history about the Winnemum Wintu tribe. What can you tell me about who they are and, and what is their relationship to this land? Sure. So the Winnemum Wintu are an indigenous people in Northern California. They're a tiny tribe. So they only have about 130 enrolled members. And something important to know about them is they are not considered to be federally recognized. That is, there's no official relationship with the federal government. What's important here to know about that is that they don't have a reservation and they don't own any land along the McLeod River, which is their homelands. This is the place where their ancestors fished and lived. There's a very strong relationship to place and they're constantly going back there. And that relationship to place is what makes them who they are. So then let's talk about the Shasta Dam. When, when exactly was it built and just how big is it? Because from pictures, it looks pretty massive. It is really big. (laughs) Yeah, so Shasta Dam was built in the late 1930s. Construction started in the 1930s. It was completed in 1945, and it's 602 feet tall. It's actually the eighth largest dam in the entire country. And its reservoir, which is Shasta Reservoir, is the largest in the state of California. So the reservoir, which is kind of the important part because that's the part that holds water, it is 4.5 million acre feet. So that means it can cover an area of 4.5 million acres and then a foot deep of that. So the dam and this reservoir were all built as part of what's called the Central Valley Project, which, as someone described it to me, was this audacious attempt to re-engineer California. So, you know, California in the north, you get a lot of rain during the winter. In the south, you get some, but not so much. And the Central Valley Project, with Shasta Dam as a keystone part of that project, moved water from north to south and really completely changed the geography of the state. And in changing the geography of the state, it, it changed the lands for the people that we're talking about here, for the, for the tribal groups. That's, that's correct. So the Winnemum Wintu, sort of the heart of the home, their homeland is on the McLeod River, which is one of four tributaries that goes into Shasta Dam. And so when Shasta Dam was built, all that water is held back. And that meant that their river, more than 20 miles of it, was flooded. And so when it was flooded, you had villages that were lost. You had sacred sites that were lost. You know, we actually have a clip from Chief Kaleen Sisk, who's the Winamawintu hereditary and spiritual leader. And this is what she had to say about what happened when Shasta Dam was built. We didn't get any land on the McLeod River. We didn't get anything for everything that was taken. We were displaced and homeless, and our people was in the boarding schools and in the, in the service. 
And when they came home, they had to have an, a different kind of life. They've spent the time since then, since the 1940s, recuperating from that loss. And, you know, they're, they've been sort of barely hanging on since then. And so this, this effort to raise Shasta Dam higher, for them, it's both like pouring salt on a wound, but it's also like making the wound bigger because they could lose even more. And when we talk about losing even more, we're talking about something that's very important to them. Uh, the, the salmon, which is such an important part of tribal life, but also such an important part of the ecology of the region. Right. So when Shasta Dam went up, the salmon were blocked from being able to swim upstream. So they were blocked from basically their spawning grounds. So the McLeod River was once considered one of the most plentiful spawning grounds in the entire state. Scientists have estimated that within the watershed, the entire watershed that is covered by Shasta Dam, you had somewhere between a million and two million fish that were migrating upriver every year. And the McLeod River was a key part of that. And so when Shasta Dam went up, they can't get to the McLeod, they're blocked. You have salmon numbers that are plummeting and they, and they just have kept going down since then. And so salmon have just really suffered because they, they're not able to access the cold waters that they need to. And, and then the Winnemum Wintu have suffered as well because of that, because they don't have this species, which for them, well, they consider it a cultural resource. This is Science Friday from WNYC Studios. I'm talking with Judy Silber. She's lead reporter for The Spiritual Edge. Judy, you've talked about this proposal to raise the dam higher. What exactly would the purpose be of raising the dam? The idea behind raising Shasta Dam behind building it higher is to get a little bit more water <laughs> for these farmers who, you know, who have actually been suffering during these drought years that we've had in California. And so, you know, everyone knows that with climate change, California's droughts are getting longer and more frequent. And so one of the proposals on the table has been, well, to build a bigger reservoir which would then be able to hold more water, and then that would give more water to the farmers down south. The problem with that is that there are people who question whether Shasta Dam will ever fill again. The consequences for the Winnemawintu, they're, they're pretty severe. For the Winnemawintu, it means that more of their sacred sites, even one of the old village sites, would be destroyed. They have sacred rocks that would go underwater, rocks that are used for important ceremonies such as rite of passage ceremonies for their young women. And they basically say, you know, we have sacrificed enough for the state of California. We gave you all this water. You know, it's it's enough. It's enough. And we're, we actually need something back now as opposed to taking more away. Judy, is there a plan to bring the salmon back to this river? There is. There is. So the federal government has been working on a plan since 2010 to bring one species of salmon, it's called the winter-run Chinook salmon, back to the McLeod River. I don't want to give everything away <laughs> because you should listen to the podcast, but I will say that this past summer, I was able to attend a ceremony on the McLeod River where eggs from a local hatchery were actually planted into the McLeod River. Those eggs hatched, and then those little tiny salmon, those juvenile salmon, swam downstream where they were then captured, because of course you have to get them around Shasta Dam. They can't just 
fall over the dam. So uh, they captured them and then they brought them to a place below the dam and then let them be on their way to swim out to the ocean and grow. It was a really moving moment because it was the first time in about 80 years that any salmon had been swimming in the McLeod, so since Shasta Dam was, was built. So that's the federal government's plan. The Winnemum Wintu are on board with that plan. But they also have another idea for bringing salmon back, and they're really intent on this idea, and that is to bring wild salmon, basically wild salmon, back to the McLeod. So the other salmon that are now in the river were hatchery salmon. They want to bring wild salmon. And it's a wild story as to where those salmon come from. But I'm not, I'm not going to spoil the ending on this one. I'll let people listen and you can find out what I'm talking about. <laughs> Judy Silber is lead reporter for The Spiritual Edge. The podcast is based at KALW in San Francisco, California. Judy, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. And thank you for this reporting. Thank you. The podcast, The Spiritual Edge, is airing a prayer for salmon right now. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts and at spiritualedge.org.